This is Amy Kadakia and Kylie Grillo, and you're listening to Inside Ohio State Sweet, the Steminist Podcast. So for this month's theme is physical wellness. To define physical wellness, it is a physically well person that gets an adequate amount of sleep, eats a balanced and nutritious diet, and engages in exercise for 150 minutes per week and attends regularly medical checkups. Um, a disclaimer, we are not professionals by any means in physical health and wellness, and, and these are just discussions surrounding our own experience. However, not every experience will apply for everyone, so just to keep that in mind. Um, for this episode, we have Claire Penrose. She graduated in December 2020 with her degree in chemical engineering, and she now works for Anheuser-Busch in Los Angeles, California. So Claire, do you want to... Introduce yourself, um, tell us a little bit about your experience at Ohio State and with Ohio State SWE. Yeah, um, so as uh, Kylie mentioned earlier, um, I graduated in December of 2020 with a degree in chemical engineering. Um, I'm originally from Naperville, Illinois, which is a suburb outside of Chicago. So um, I have about a six hour drive to Ohio State. And then as she also mentioned, now I currently live in Los Angeles um, and I work for Anheuser-Busch. Um, I am a business process manager, um, but basically I'm just in charge of uh, one of our production lines in our facility. For me specifically, I'm in charge of our keg line. Um, so anything with maintenance, uh, people-wise, uh, scheduling, all those types of things I am in charge of, um, and it keeps me pretty busy day to day. But at Ohio State, I was pretty involved with SWE from the beginning. Um, I got involved my first semester freshman year, even before I switched my major to engineering. Um, one of uh, a fellow Swiser who was actually president uh, our senior year, she and I were roommates freshman year, Allison Whitney, quick shout out to her. Um, but she dragged me to the involvement fair and the ice cream social with SWE because um, I was thinking about switching my major to engineering um, and just like really like the organization, like the, the message that they sent and kind of got a great vibe from all the other upperclassmen that were involved in the organization. So from there, um, became pretty involved um, right off the get-go um, and then switched my major my second semester there to engineering. Um, and it was a great support system to have. So sophomore year, I was the social director. So that was like all of our larger events with like pizza nights or woody socials, the spa nights, anything that was larger. Um, my junior year, I was secretary. So I sent out all the emails. Um, did a bunch of the behind the scenes stuff, a uh, lot with the apps and things like that. My senior year um, was vice president, so worked on the exec board um, and did a lot of the long-term planning with me with the awesome faculty advisor, Amy, and our other exec board members. Um, and then I was there for one more semester while I was in school. And that's when I kind of started to look at other things I should look at, um, kind of SWE as a professional network, because I was graduating in the fall. So I uh, got involved as a LCC, which is the Leadership Coaching Committee, as we kind of consult with other um, student orgs at other colleges throughout the entire nation and kind of help them um, with their sections. Um, and so there, there's also people that consult with professionals, but at the time I was interested in working with other collegiate sections. So I applied um, that summer and, and got it. And so started as an LCC coach um, the last semester I was in college and I'm still one today. So now a whole another year and a half later. So I'm still involved with that organization. So 
not only did I, was I super involved in my collegiate career, but I now work closely with other collegiates as a professional now. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that you were still involved with SWE in that way. That's great to yep. hear because I do know that some of our members are thinking about still staying in touch with SWE <laughs> and it's a good motivation for our younger members who aren't um, uh, like a bigger part in, per part of SWE in a bigger way can now look into their future with SWE. Yeah, and I, I was uh, I was like pretty un, uh, unknowing or I guess un or knowledgeable about like what was going on um, in like a professional SWE setting. But um, Kelsey Riffle, who was one of our presidents, um, my junior year, junior, yeah, junior year, um, she actually is part of the LCC and I had reached out to her because she had posted something about it on social media. And that's kind of how I heard about it and wanted to get involved. Um, so I definitely feel like if anyone wants to be involved as a professional, um, or even just learn more about ways to be involved, have them definitely reach out to me. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's a great way to continue the involvement from college. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I know you already started to talk about your current role at Anheuser-Busch, but could you talk about the other roles that you had, especially when you first got out of college and then how it has progressed so far? Yeah, um, so I, did a co-op the spring of my junior year of college um, with Flying Del Bissell. They are a petro oil company um, in Houston, Texas. So that was like my first real experience, like an in industry kind of seeing what it was about. And it was really technical. I was the process engineering co-op in the Olefin unit, um, which is working with all the hydrocarbons that they turn into plastic. Um, so really technical process. And I really got to work on some pretty cool things um projects that they were going into their turnaround period which is where they shut down for a certain amount of months to do big projects that they didn't normally can't do while we're running um so i got to do a bunch of the planning for that which was a really cool experience um to be involved um but then that summer immediately after i moved to st louis to work for anheuser-busch um, i worked in their innovations department um which was really cool in itself it was right when they were rolling out all the um natter days natural light lemonades um so kind of being around like all the innovations that were kind of coming up with like seltzers and flavored beers was was a really cool part to be a part of the team and i did a lot of more uh cost benefit analysis of different flavorings and raw materials that we were using um which was a pretty cool yet different experience than my previous role as a co-op um it was a little bit more uh based on like financials which was really applicable to my role now um because i deal with my my whole line's budget and it kind of taught me how the company you know goes through financials and how it kind of plays out between different departments and things like that so it was a really great experience um and i liked it so much that i went back the next summer um the summer before my uh fifth year or my four and a half semester um also to work for anheuser-busch in st louis again and i worked in their brewing department um which was also really cool because this was a little bit more technical i got to know about the brewing process um, and how that works from a production level. Um, so that experience was completely different as well. I was working more with the team members, um, learning the process um, and gaining another insight into one of Anheuser-Busch's uh, departments. So that was pretty cool. And I liked it so much. I, um, and when I got offered a full-time job, I accepted it. And uh, so when I graduated um, and found out I was moving to Los Angeles, I was really excited. I, always had wanted to live on the west coast with the warm weather um, but at AB so far I've had kind of three different positions um, I joined what they call the brewery training program 
Um, and it's basically you, you get an introduction to the company, introduction to the different departments, different roles you can have, and kind of are building a foundation um, while you're not really in like a set specific role. So um, one of the things I looked for when I graduated was some type of rotational program. I really think that I wanted, you know, a broad experience of whatever company I was going into um, to kind of help ease between collegiate life where you kind of are in charge of yourself, you do your own thing, and then like a professional world where you have managers, maybe you are a manager, um, and kind of bridge that gap. So that was about like a month and a half, two months um, before I fully transitioned to my first real role at the company. Um, where I was an operations group manager. So I was working on an off shift um, and I was uh, basically the manager in charge of um, the can lines in our production facility. So troubleshooting problems with the team, um, working with technicians, both electricians, mach machinists, um, our team members, um, but also you know going through our tools that we have to help us problem solve, um, which was, it was, I really enjoyed it. Um, I was working a night shift. So for uh, basically April until August, I was working from 10 p.m. to 8 a.m. So uh, definitely interesting. Um, and I do prefer to work that whenever I have to work shift, but it was really great knowledge. And I think I gained a lot about how production runs. Um, and it's kind of invaluable to the role I'm in now, just because I know how to troubleshoot problems, utilize the tools we have. Um, and I think it was pretty invaluable despite being working in the middle of the night. Um, but now I'm a business process manager, as I mentioned, um, I'm in charge of our keg line. Um, so a lot more long-term planning than my previous role. I get, I'm in charge of an entire budget for my line. Um, so a lot more responsibility than before, but it was definitely built up to it from the previous experience I had. This may be a dumb question, but did you guys ever get to like try the seltzers and things that you guys were like working on? Yeah. So. Um, when I joined, I was already 21 um, and the company uh, has like great protocols in place. Um, not only do I like was on tasting panels, which that is a science to itself. Like we have key tasters that are, you know, they've been tasting, they really know how to pick out flavor profiles. Um, for me, it was more trying to learn when I was in both departments. Um, and even now it's not necessarily like my input. It's more like, okay, let's see like these new brands that we're producing. Um, Cause in Los Angeles, we produce all the new innovation projects for the most part. So it's pretty cool getting to be a part of making them. Um, but yeah, uh, I was on a bunch of different tasting panels and kind of learned how to taste, um, which is a pretty cool thing to know. Um, not that I'm, no one's asking me my opinion or anything, but those are people have been tasting a lot longer and have a lot better backgrounds than I do in that kind of stuff. But it was cool to kind of see the process of how it goes from an idea to the development to then being uh, tasted and then people who can pick out like, oh, we want this to be a little bit more citrusy um, is, is really incredible. That's really cool. I just want to point out that engineers have really cool jobs and I feel like people think all engineers are just nerds, but a lot of what they do is actually really cool and interesting. But you graduated in chemical engineering and you're in like a kind of manufacturing type role. So what other types of engineers do you work with at Anheuser-Busch? Cause it's a pretty yeah, that's, broad type. Um, no, that's place. a great question. Um, I get kind of asked it a lot cause I'm not necessarily doing what, you know, a typical chemical engineer does. Um, I did that a little bit more when I was in the brewing department um, for all the chemies out there. We do a separation class and um, like separation of kind of brewing is one of the examples that they use. 
Um, but it's, it's a little bit more different than the typical chemical engineer, but all my coworkers are all different facets. I work with some food scientists, but then also industrial engineers, electrical engineers, mechanical engineers, food engineers. Um, it really ranges from basically every type of engineering you can think of. Um, but what, what's pretty cool is, is, is like in engineering school, you learn how to think. And basically in manufacturing or a bunch of different types of roles, you really can utilize that like thinking and critical thinking and problem solving that you learn in school in your specific field to most any type of application, um, which is really what I do every day is like critical thinking and problem solving based on the knowledge I had in college about how you solve difficult problems that you don't know how to solve or there isn't a clear answer. Um, so I think you know, everyone is successful in that way because they were taught these tools to use in certain facets, you know, at any type of job you might do. Um, so I think that's probably like the main thing I took away from college is like, well, like I, I can think critically in these situations um, just from like the classes I took or just the things I was involved with um, outside of school as well. So I think, you know, it, we might not all have the same major, but we can think through all these problems together. Um, yeah, that's definitely a big part of just what you learn in engineering. But our next question is, what was it like transitioning from college to working full time and specifically moving so far away? Like you were from Illinois and then you went to Ohio State and you moved all the way out west. I'm very interested in what's it like to live in L.A. and move so far away right after college? Yeah, um, I think um you know, I, I did have the experience of going to school far away. I mean, I did go, preface this. I went to a huge high school. I graduated with like over a thousand kids in my graduating class. And then I went to a college, you know, seven hours away where I knew probably 10 people from my graduating class, you know, but I, it, granted, I didn't know all of them super well because it was very large. Um, but I didn't have any close friends that were going and I knew not a single person in the state of Ohio. So I think college in that aspect, like when I first moved there freshman year prepared me a lot for, you know, being able to go out anywhere. And when I did my co-op, I moved to Houston, I moved to St. Louis twice. Um, so kind of been a bunch of places and kind of learned the skills of how to, you know, entertain myself, like by myself, you know, joining things, um, joining gyms, things like that, that I enjoy that also you can meet people through, but also like learning how to network um, in like a social setting, like reaching out to people who, you know, from high school or college or friends of a friend that are in similar cities to see if they know people um, to make friends. So I think that like transition that I had into college and then throughout college kind of prepared me. Um, but the transition from like college to a professional is wasn't as difficult as I thought it would be. Um, but also is a little bit difficult for like reasons I didn't think so. So, I mean, in college, you kind of can do whatever, whenever, like granted you have classes and some take attendance, but if one day you woke up and you felt like horrible, you didn't have to go to class, you know, you didn't have to tell anyone you weren't going unless it was like maybe an attendance class and you could text a friend later, like, Oh, send me like what you guys did in class. Like if you took any notes, things like that, where like, if I wake up and I don't feel good, I have to text my boss be like, Hey, I'm going to use a sick day today. Um, which is totally acceptable, but now like someone's a little bit more accountable for you. So that part's a little bit strange. You know, you have a set schedule. Granted, my schedule is a little more flexible, but it's like, okay, I do have to be at work by like 5.45 and I leave work, you know, but like 4, 4.15 um, and things like that. So 
in that aspect, it was kind of more surprising than I thought it was because I felt like in college, I was on a pretty good schedule. But at the same time, nobody was like, I could have gone to the gym for three hours and missed a class and nobody probably would have said anything, but I can't just leave work in the middle of the day and go to Taco Bell or something, you know, um, you kind of have more people looking out for you, which is, it's a cool thing too, because then you have a lot of resources when you need help. But um, that was a little bit strange. And I kind of thought of myself as someone that was, Oh, you know, always on, on my schedule. So it wasn't necessarily difficult, but it was something that, you know, you kind of have to get used to. Um, and then the part about moving to LA, I think one thing for me that also I really like about my company is all of the employees, you know, are young professionals, pretty close out of college. So I had some friends who I knew through mutual friends, or I worked with them before that worked out here. Um, so I connected with them ahead of time. Um, and everyone was super gracious and very welcoming to me and invited me to things so I was able to to reach out and make friends through work but also um, one of my best friends from high school college friend lived out here so there's definitely facets you just have to be comfortable reaching out which is something you know I think every student learns in college as well even if you know a ton of people that you went to school with it's still you know you sit in classes with people you don't know and you have to learn how to network socially and I think um, moving to a, a city regardless of how far it is you really are able to like utilize those skills. It's definitely a good point. Like uh, I personally am from Columbus, so I didn't have to go through like that long um, transition process going from high school to college in like a different state. But I know that there are definitely a lot of people at Ohio State who aren't from Columbus or from Ohio at least. So um, it's definitely good to already have that experience under your belt. But speaking of you talking about the freedom of going to like doing whatever you want in college, but I'm uh, slightly changing in your adult life, um, kind of leads to our next question, which is how do you practice slash maintain physical wellness? Because you had mentioned that you did night shifts for a bit. Um, so I know for a lot of people, um, that is a very difficult transition. And also with maintaining your like physical wellness and like not just with fitness, but also with like nutrition as well. So um, if you wanted to talk about that and then how, how that has changed since college. Yeah, I think, I think this is a really good topic um, to kind of mess the two together. So um, I was going to say sophomore year of college was probably one of the most difficult for me, just um, time-wise, you know, I got super involved in my sorority. I was super involved in SWE. I was also a Gen Chem TA and I uh, TA'd two different sections. Um, so I was working like 20 hours a week and then I had a full class load of, you know, what was that summary? So I took OCHEM, I took physics, I took math 2177, and I was in all my engineering classes. So it was, it was probably one of the most, it was the most difficult year for me, just like time management wise, just, I had a lot on my plate. And so I definitely saw my physical wellness kind of degrade in that. I'm pretty sure I always joke about this, but I'm pretty serious. I'm, I think I like six bagels a day and just sustain myself off bagels and cream cheese, um, which is not the way to do it. Um, and I like would not, I never slept. I would stay up till like 3 a.m. and I'd get up at 6 a.m. to go to teach lab. Like I slept three hours every night. And at the end of the year, I was just like so exhausted. I felt horrible. Like my body hurt. Like I, I knew I wasn't eating right. Like, um, and I decided like, whoa, like it was great. I had a successful year. You know, I did well in school. Like I got a job. Like I started getting involved in organizations but I was like but I'm like myself I'm suffering like personally from it so I was like something needs to change so that's when I got 
I started kind of making a shift that, you know, I moved off campus and I was able to start meal prepping and cooking. Um, one thing about me is I love to cook. I have a cooking Instagram, cooking with Claire P. Feel free to follow. But that's like one of the, my oh, favorite yes. things. I definitely follow it already. <laughs> um, that's like one of my favorite things to do. And I kind of didn't have it, you know, when you're living in a dorm, it's hard to cook in a microwave, but there are recipes. Um, but once I was able to move off campus and kind of go, go back to something I kind of enjoy that's like outside of like a school involvement or my classes or work, um, I kind of found things I liked that were like made me well again. Um, and so with that, I was able to start eating healthier. Um, and then uh, SME did a really great job of also promoting physical wellness. These years we had a bunch of, uh, we would go to workout classes together. You know, we had a person come teach us march or uh, personal uh, safety um, and learning, you know, kind of like that stuff. So I kind of found things like that again. Um, and then my senior year in college, I started working at Bower Pack. I worked, I like also uh, like room monitored fitness classes. And so I would always go to them because I was already there. It just made it easier. Like, oh, I'll work out before and then, you know, to stay for the next class. And so I kind of found things like that, that fit really well into my schedule, but kind of brought me back to who I was as a person. Like I, I need sleep, but like went back to like trying to make a priority, like okay, this like extra hour of studying or this extra hour of work is going to harm me more than hurt me. Like I'll just fit it in tomorrow. Or if I don't get to it, like, that's okay. Like I need my sleep. I'm going to be better off. Like if I don't study this for another hour, but if I got another hour of sleep. So it was kind of just like a shift in mindset after like a tough year, just like as like a well, like being well. Um, I still do love bagels, but I do not eat six of them a day anymore. Um, so I think like kind of that mentality in college kind of towards the end of it, like I was like, always going to workout classes. Um, Dana Gill was one of my best friends and I met her in Sweet. Um, but her and I signed up for like so many fun fitness classes in Columbus my senior year. Like we would go to them all the time um, at the RPAC, you know, other classes like in, in the short North area in uh, Granville or Grandview. Um, and just, it was so fun to, like to rediscover things I enjoyed that were that made me feel better and then ultimately helped me perform better in school, I'd be a better friend, be a better employee and be better in like my student organizations. Um, so when I came to LA, um, I was on day shift for like three months. Um, and so like that one was fine. But it was when I first went to night shift, um, the transition was a little bit rough. Like I was pretty tired, you know, I wasn't sleeping well during the day. Um, but some things I invested in was like a nice like face mask that I could wear during the day when I was sleeping. Um, it paid off a lot. Like I don't have blind, well, I have blinds, but I don't have like curtains. Um, so that really helped, but I was kind of prioritizing like sleep when I can. So I would sleep probably more than I ever have when I was working nights. Cause, um, it was just like hard to switch my schedule, but I kind of got into that bad routine where I was eating like six bagels a day again. Um, just cause you know, the middle of the night's like, I'm not going to want to eat a salad. So I would make like, um, like I'd grab Taco Bell in the middle of the night at 1 a.m. because that's all that's open. Um, so once once I was able to get off uh, or towards the end of my time on the night shift, um, my body was really adjusted. Like for me, like I could flip my schedule, no problem, like sleep during the day. I didn't have any issues. So that started becoming better. So I had more energy. Um, I started going to workout classes again um, once I got off work at like 9 a.m. and then started cooking again and kind of prioritizing that stuff. Um, so there was like a little bit of time where I first was transitioning to that kind of weird schedule where I kind of fell back into my same routine of just like eating blueberry bagels, um, not working out, like 
I wasn't sleeping well, but I, what I, what I would say was a lot of it came from like on the weekends, like even when I wasn't working a weekend, um, like sometimes you, like, you don't have to do everything. And on some weekends I would be like, oh my gosh, I want to go do this with my friends. Like, and when I'm living in LA, there's tons of stuff to do, um, all around me. And so there was a time where you have to say no to things just to, you know, prioritize yourself. And I think about like halfway through, I kind of learned that like, okay, I have a Saturday off. I don't need to, you know, go down to San Diego for a day or something like that and do something. I want to like sleep. I want to clean my house. I want to cook again and maybe go to a fun workout class and things like that. So it's kind of back going back to the shift in mindset where you, you, you have to prioritize yourself or else you cannot be the best version of yourself for other people, even just like being a friend, being an employee. And I think that it can show if you don't take a step back at some point. Yeah, putting your overall physical wellness is definitely, putting it as a priority is definitely will impact your entire life. So it's very important, um, especially in college, it can be pretty difficult. So is there something that you wish you would have known or done um, related to practicing physical wellness in college? Um, I think earlier it would have been, you don't have to do it all to be successful. I think like for me, I like love being involved, like sign me up for anything, like need a committee, I will be on it. And I think that was me being like, oh, I want to be involved. Like I want to be successful. I want to make these connections. I want to help out. Um, And I think for me, I had this like really high level that I was trying to achieve that just like wasn't possible. Um, And I wish I would have known, like I would still be as successful as I am today if I said no to a few more things and maybe gotten a lot more sleep. Um, and been a lot happier, you know, when you don't sleep, you're like, you can't think straight, you're, you're unhappy. And I think for me, if I would have said no more, I would be in the same place I am now, you know, just as successful as I wanted to be, just what I want to be doing, but I would have been a lot happier in the moment. I think that would have gone a long way. No, that makes perfect sense. And uh, I know that like my I myself, I've been prioritizing sleep a lot more recently. I used to like, I don't know if anyone else has like Apple products, but like my watch will tell me how much I've been sleeping. And I used to average like five hours, four to five hours of sleep like last year, which I I was able to run off of it, but it was awful because I definitely was not at like my peak energy throughout the day. Like needing a nap every day was not like healthy for me personally. So now that I've like adjusted it to seven to eight hours on average a week, I've definitely like seen the difference. So that makes sense (laughs) that how much like saying no can and practicing sleep can Mm -hmm. really make a difference. Yeah. And I I know a lot of people like are like really high achieving, which I think is a great quality and it, it shines through like in success and, you know, school being involved or whatever thing that's your thing. But I think I, except like speaking for myself, this, if I would have said no, I could have been maybe even more successful in what I was doing because I was spreading myself too thin and getting like just so run down that I couldn't, you know, go do what I wanted to be doing because I was trying to do 700 things at once. That's what I was going to say, like getting sleep is not only like just so you're not physically tired, but like trying to do your classes and stuff. It's not helpful to drain yourself and sleep three hours a night because then you can't focus. So it's just a constant cycle of hurting yourself more and more. And it's a lot of times more beneficial to just get it to a stopping point, get your sleep, be focused and refreshed for the next day. So 
I, I bet, I mean, it's probably like leads to burnout much faster when you get less sleep. So mm-hmm. I mean, and I, there's definitely, but the rate of burnout in college, especially the end of college is very high. <laughs> yeah, no, I think definitely it will help like with long, you're just like longevity of being able to keep up with your classes, what you want to be involved in. If you have a job, if you're involved in some sort of athletics or um, other type of extracurriculars, like I think in the long run, it will last you longer if you're able to prioritize yourself and not burn yourself out. So is there anything about like the world of physical wellness that you wish you knew more about or that you wish was more accessible to others. So like we've already talked about like fitness but, and we've talked a little bit about nutrition but there's also other parts of physical wellness like um, like coaching and massages and drug and alcohol screening and like so many other things that go into it. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I honestly think there's, you know, a ton that you can do that kind of, bring more wellness to yourself. So um, for me, um, there's this thing called ClassPath. I don't know if you guys have had it, um, but it's like an app where you can like sign up and take classes like at random gyms or like random fitness places. Um, but anyways, I accidentally signed up and paid money for it on accident when I thought it was a free trial. So besides that, I had to figure out how to uh, use all the credits I have. And I've learned that there was like yoga sessions and like massages and I took one and I was like how did I not know about this ahead of time it just like helps relax you so much more than you'd ever think um and just kind of like bring you in a state of calm and I was like this is awesome and I found it by accident you had mentioned like the massage massage therapy and everything like I think that would be so nice and only because I feel like I have very bad posture and I feel like that would really help but um is there any like physical like fitness classes then that you're interested in taking like I know uh Pilates is something that I don't know a lot about but if there's anything that you haven't tried that you are thinking about trying soon just for fun yeah so um I uh, also downloaded the Peloton app at one point cool. and did like a they did have they have like a you can do, do like a free trial and they had like during COVID like three months free. It was pretty cool, but they have like a bunch of fun dance classes and I love Zumba. I think that is so fun. Um, it's like not only like, uh, it's not the best workout, but like you're moving your body, which is always good. Um, but it's also just like fun to clear your mind and do something like that. But they had some like fun dance classes and I am such a bad dancer and I have no rhythm, but it is so fun to do. Um, but that stuff, like I haven't really tried like every type of stuff there is, but I've done like few like few and far between um but also I think yoga you know I know a lot of people have have done it or you know have some sort of knowledge of what it is but the I've taken like two classes and I'm absolutely horrid at it like so bad but I think it's a really great you know I kind of talked about like mind body connection it's like not only are you working your body but like you're also like kind of working on your mind and thinking and kind of letting all the thoughts of the day go and kind of just like relaxing your your mind and I think that's something I wish I did a little bit more or should do a little bit more even you know college to now so I think like things like that that kind of are more um connecting the full body not just like your physical like body of like working out or eating right but your mind as well which I think is one of the most important things you should worry about with your like own wellness so you already mentioned your food Instagram and we can put it in the show notes and we'll, we'll hype it up and, 
get that uh, recognized maybe get you some followers hopefully some more followers oh, yeah. but what inspired you to do that when did you start it also and just like what what kind of made you want to start it yeah um I don't know what made me want to start it I, I just did it like one night I like made a meal and I was like oh my god this is so good and there was great lighting because you know in California it's sunny all the time um so I started it like right when I moved out here and it was just kind of like a fun thing I had some extra time on my hands like you know when you come home from work you don't have like school like you know when you go to school and then you come home when you have more school to do you know with a job it's like you go to work and you come home so it's like okay how am I going to fill my time and I got back into cooking um my mom is my parents are very big cooks um my mom's a food scientist um and like my parents my whole life would cook like gourmet meals for every single meal throughout the whole week like I'd come home on like a Tuesday night in, in high school and we'd have like steak and homemade potatoes and like grilled asparagus just on a random Tuesday like my parents love to cook and you know they're very good I'm not as good as them but they're very good so um that's like something my family's always done together is like cooking um my mom's really good at baking I am not but um you have to actually follow a recipe where I kind of just do whatever I want loosely based on what I want to eat um but that was just like a fun thing that I was like hey this is something I'm involved in or I'm interested in doing like I like cooking it's like one of my hobbies and I was like I have a lot of pictures of it on my phone I don't know what to do with them so just created an Instagram I literally love your Instagram because I also have food Instagram so my food Instagram follows your food Instagram so <laughs> it so does funny. indeed <laughs> I love that that was the last question we had um if there's something else you want to talk about or say um, I'll just like wrap it up with like my last thoughts of, you know, just kind of like transitions of life and how that relates to like your own wellness is I think like in college, it can be super stressful. Like you're always trying to get an internship, you know, a job, keep your grades up, be involved, you know, have fun, make memories. And I think um, a lot of times like yourself and your own wellness, like mentally and physical kind of get lost. Um, so I would just like really suggest that like your quality of time in college will increase substantially like if you prioritize yourself and I know I talked about this earlier but like my sophomore year I just did not and that's probably my the year I like have the least memories just to put it that way I guess I'm not that they were bad but like all of my favorite memories come from times where I was like happy and rested and you know feeling good and not necessarily like super stressed because I'm tired and not eating right and nourishing myself so things like that I think should be a really big focus and especially like when you transition to professional life like you know moving to a new place is scary and starting a new job is scary and you know a lot of times you don't always know what you're doing and you kind of have to accept a big unknown um that even even in those times you should continue to try to prioritize yourself and yourself and as well as kind of how you want to how you want to live your life and whether that be you know you get super into fitness or you get super into mindfulness or um, nutrition or something like that you just continue that because your performance in your job and making friends you'll just do so much you'll go so much further once you put yourself first um, and and think about like how you want to be and how you want to act around other people and like if you want to be a certain way it's like you can't feel that if you're feeling yourself off of nothing and running yourself into the ground so I think those things you should really prioritize and you know I think at some point you know if you're going and the opposite direction you'll you'll get to a point where you're like I don't know what's going on here I need I need to make a change and I think always that's for the best yes everything you said is so true thank you so much for being on the podcast today we really enjoyed having you
yeah, I'm so glad I got to do this and I miss Ohio State's we. It's, it was one of the best parts of my college experience. So I'm glad, I'm glad to be back and sharing some wisdom that I've learned over, over the time. So thanks for having me. Thank you, Claire. Your mentorship and wisdom definitely matters to us that are still here at Ohio State Suite. And we uh, will definitely be checking out your food Instagram and hopefully we'll be able to connect with you again. And um, the members that are listening can also learn some more from you as well. Um, but next month we will be exploring emotional slash mental wellness. So stay tuned to hear from our fellow Suicers about their experiences and check out the blog for some resources to practice emotional and mental wellness. Remember, you've got this and we've got you. Now go stand inspire the world.